This is a podcast from the Business Times. On January 2nd, 2024, the acquisition of Tech in Asia by SBH Media, first announced in November 2023, was completed. But what does that mean for the Business Times, with which Tech in Asia will be grouped? How will the integration between this nimble startup and the established newsroom of the Business Times be undertaken? What would the ideal outcome of this collaboration be in the eyes of SBH Media's leadership? I have so many questions. Welcome to Editor's Talk, a podcast series inspired by the Business Times column, Off the Record. I'm Clarissa Montero. In conversation with me today, Chen Huifen, editor, The Business Times. Huifen, welcome to the studio, boss. Good morning, Clarissa. Can I just say right off the bat, you may be my boss, but that doesn't mean I'm going to go easy with you. I know, you are the troublemaker. (laughs) Always. I live up to that reputation. Now, we live in exciting times in the BT Newsroom. With the completion of Tech in Asia's acquisition, you now have your work cut out for you. What are some of your main priorities? Um, I think the key thing is to bring the teams together for any partnerships to work. You need to make sure there's enough interactions. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a marriage. You know, I've alluded to that. We didn't date for very long, analogy. Yeah, yeah. We didn't, well, we didn't date for very long, but we dated intensively. <laughs> and so now it's after the wedding, you need to start leading lives together. You iron out your household duties, your shared responsibilities. You need to decipher who is good at cooking, who is good at cleaning. A long-lasting marriage requires a shared goal and plenty of effort in understanding who is good at what, who needs to play the good cop or the bad cop during certain circumstances. How I was raised versus how somebody else was raised, so I need to adapt to my partners. So creating that opportunities for the teams to get to know one another, understand their respective goals and build that camaraderie for teamwork to happen. So we have created work streams for top-level leaders from both sides to explore what are some of the things that we can learn from each other and also what are some of the things we can pluck and customize, and also design um, potential new collaborations. Where it makes sense to work together, we should, and where it makes sense to keep our teams separate or even have a little bit of friendly competition, then we should to continue to keep each other on our toes. There are some low-hanging fruits that we can start collaborating as soon as possible. The obvious ones are content exchange and product bundling. Then there are other new opportunities that we can go to market jointly too. Okay, that's the exciting part for me. Now, stay with your dating analogy. Roll back the clock a little bit. Why did we, SBH Media, acquire TIA? Why TIA? Did you look at any other company to buy before zeroing in on TIA? What was it about this company? Were they cute? (laughs) Of course, you can't base a marriage just on cuteness, right, of your potential partner. I I don't know, did you? I I think we, we did share. It's a function of meeting of minds under the right conditions at the right time. Actually, around late 2022 or early 2023, I had lunch with an academic and we were sharing how funding is drying up for the tech players. He was lamenting to me how there's a lack of good data on startups out there. 
And then the conversation uh, steered towards the community and the tech content platforms. I recall we went through every one of the platform out there and he gave me his analysis on each of them and their progress. He proposed a radical idea then and then he asked me, what if someone come in to invest in all of these players and then consolidate them? And then BT comes in as a partner, either to help to monetize the consolidated entity or to find a way to create a public good out of the data that all of them hold. Because I laughed like, and said, hey, you have to find me a tycoon who has spare cash and patience. Then many months later, we heard that Tech in Asia is on the market. We knew that it started being profitable in 2019. So out of curiosity, we arranged lunch with the TIA leadership team. And through that session, we had a deeper understanding of the business and the values of the management. My boss and I had good vibes about the team. They're grounded, energetic and ambitious. And we could see some inherent strengths that TIA has that could fit into BT's long-term vision of being a regional brand. So that was how it started. And then from that session, the takeaway was that I think we can work together. But then we had to think about whether it would make sense for us to take TIA in as an investment. So we raised it with SPH Media Management and we did our own research and we found that there are potential synergies to reap. We saw talent, we saw market presence in the region and we saw intellectual property. So clearly there are some intangibles worth investing in, intangibles that we can leverage to help BT progress in its regional growth. Now you wrote in your off-the-record editorial that consumers may see some features of TIA incorporated onto BT's platforms. You also highlighted that joint events and potential new products might be offered to subscribers of both TIA and BT. This would involve quite a bit of collaboration between the teams. What do you think would be the challenges both teams will need to overcome? Biggest and most obvious one would be cultural difference. BT is part of a larger organisation that also owns multiple other news titles. We have many divisions, each with their own priorities and KPIs. So the collaboration will have to keep in mind the many moving parts within SPH Media, which is the entity that owns BT. There are established structures and existing work processes in place. They are not insurmountable, but it will take some time to get buy-ins from stakeholders for whatever new things that we want to propose. We are also mindful that TIA is a leaner, nimbler organisation with fewer layers. There's strong survival instincts. Decisions can be taken quicker because there are fewer internal stakeholders. So there could be differences in the ways we do things, processes that we need to go through. What helps is to stay open and to keep encouraging each other that there are many paths to the top of the mountain. Sometimes the rigor of processes is good. Sometimes agility is good. I think as long as we remember the audiences we are serving, and keep upgrading our relevance in the marketplace, in the ecosystems that we play in, we should do better collectively. Still to come, mergers and acquisitions can be a fascinating time for the leaders of the respective companies. But what about the staff? And what's in it for the consumers and advertisers? We delve into these questions next. That's ahead. 
The Business Times podcasts, relevant, incisive, compelling content by some of the newsroom's most respected correspondents in markets, wealth management, and current affairs. Available on all your favorite audio content apps and at www.businesstimes.com.sg slash podcasts. And now, back to Editor's Talk from the Business Times. I'm Clarissa Montero speaking with Chen Huifen, Editor, The Business Times. Huifen, mergers and acquisitions, they can be something of a hit and miss, but it's kind of fun for the leadership. You'll get to play a little bit, you know. If it works, it brings great benefits to all parties involved, but things can and do go horribly wrong. What does success look like to you and how do you plan on achieving a successful integration? Hmm. Yes, I, I do admit there's a certain level of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after the fun, we also need to get down to business to say, hey, what are we trying to achieve here? You know, what do we want out of this new thing that we're going to propose? You know, what's the outcome we need to measure? A successful integration should lead to a wider reach and deeper mind share of the Business Times and TIA in key markets in the region. Also, a diversified revenue stream. Actually, clients are already starting to ask about how they can leverage their combined platforms to amplify their campaigns. So the market is reacting quite well to the marriage. There could be a certain degree of testing and many conversations, maybe even debates ahead. It sounds cliche, but at the end of the day, we want a win-win situation, not just a win for any one side. Now, you're right. It is, I'm sure, exciting for leadership. The planning of it, all these discussions, it's like playgroups. But to the staff of the companies involved, there surely must be an underlying fear of job duplication, of displacement, of being made redundant. What do you say to them, to us? Hey, this is a growth acquisition. It's not a cost-cutting exercise or a merger to kill competition, okay? There are now expanded opportunities for talent development. Hey, he wants to go to Indonesia to report on the tech sector or sell sponsorships or organize events in India. Now we have these opportunities that we didn't have before. Mm -hmm. I'll go to India just to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Now let's take a step back and look at it from the point of view of the consumers and the advertisers. BT and TIA subscribers are subscribers because they like what each of us does. How does this acquisition benefit them? At the same time, how would BT and TIA advertisers benefit from this enlarged entity? Well, it's early days, but we are exploring the possibility of bundling subscriptions. Mm -hmm. There are also preliminary discussions on joint events perhaps a new AI tool or an automation product, a joint podcast title. Bring it on. A seminar on careers of the future in partnership with BT's young audience product, Thrive. Or even, you know, a networking event that brings family business owners together with startup founders touting their innovations. The possibilities are many. Okay, we're going to end with my troublemaker question because you already said I was. 2023 was TIA, 2024 got new acquisition insights or not? Hey, one acquisition <laughs> is a lot of work. I don't think we have enough bandwidth for another m and I think what's important is to make sure that 
this acquisition, this marriage with TIA works. And in most acquisitions, it takes time for things to mature, for both parties to understand each other and then get a good outcome of it. So most of our attention will be on this acquisition and post-acquisition integration. I think that's enough to keep us going, not just 2024, but also 2025 and ahead. Sean answer is, you didn't say no. (laughs) (laughs) We've been talking with Chen Huifen, editor of the Business Times. Huifen, thank you for being so candid. I'm Clarissa Montero for Editor's Talk. Join us next month for more insights from an insider's perspective of the media industry. This is a podcast by the Business Times. Find more BT podcasts at businesstimes.com.sg slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.